Well, welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's up, bud? Dude, round two. Uh, again, batch recording weekly because we're out of our minds. Uh, next week, we'll probably just take off. Now we're up to New Year's. Yeah, we're doing fine. Uh, <laughs> we are going to continue our discussion with Q&A from the fans. However, first we have to hit our sponsors. Queen City Creative Works, thank you for being our continued sponsor. We appreciate you. Uh, if you want any branded gear from Buffalo Happy Hour and Queen City Creative Works, go to their website, queencitycreativeworks.com. Scroll down until you see Shop Now with our logo, Buffalo Happy Hour. Uh, there's a really nice video involved, and then you can select three options. You can select water bottles uh, and black slate coasters, as well as bottle openers. Queen City Creative Works, thank you. High Peaks Imagery. If you want to take your business marketing to another level, have High Peaks Imagery arrive, and they can basically capture your establishment with a first-person drone and increase your marketing to a height never seen before, literally and figuratively. High Peaks, thank you for being a continued sponsor. And Addies, thank you for your logo in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're not, what are you doing? Uh, subscribe. Like, comment, and if you want to be a Patreon, uh, we have Patreons as well. So thank you for all involved in your continued support. We are doing good, great things for the community, which leads us into our first question. I was going to say weekly recap. We uh, recorded an episode. All right, that's it. So what's up? Why did we start the BHH podcast? Now we have to go deep. Yeah, we do. Now, we've done three Wednesday whiskey reviews. Right. Good in- job. That, good time that we uh, stopped recording on that last one because that would have been a long one to end on if we kept going. Pause. And <laughs> one weekly episode is already done and in the books. So now we're starting our next weekly episode. This is like a Rogan podcast. No free shout outs. Starting on why did we start the podcast? But let's really explain why. Like- deep let's peel back that onion because our normal story of two friends from college always saw crazy things happening in public um if you're new here welcome you're you're fine you're a fast learner (laughs) keep up two friends from college we witnessed a bunch of insanity every time we hung out in public we always made a joke about how someone should just follow us with a camera to capture it all because it makes no sense and it would be hysterical. If you want that story, the kind of fluff, which I think you're getting at, yeah, that, that that's kind of the fluff. That's not the deep reason why we started this podcast. Right. If you want that fluff, go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour. They have exclusive access as of like yesterday because I didn't upload it yet, but they have exclusive access to an interview that we did with a new distillery coming out of New York called Stellarman's Folly. They interviewed us and it was a great conversation. We will be eventually posting it to our YouTube page once we get to this point where we're so busy because work has kicked off that we didn't have time to record a special interview. So we're kind of saving that as a... um, I guess last resort, if you will, when we weren't able to upload anything else. But that being said, our patrons have already been able to watch it and hear our story. So if you want to hear all the fluff as to how logistically we started it, because really that's what that conversation is, is how we started the podcast, go over to patreon.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour. If you have access to any of the tiers, we'll make it tier whatever. All tiers. All tiers. 
three dollars all the way up to fifty bucks a month. If you want to do that, check that out. Check out our video, and that kind of goes through how we started this podcast. But now let's get deep. Why did we start this podcast? You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I don't even know. That's it. So thank you, everybody. Next question. (laughs) Can you imagine if that was it? All that hype and build up for that? I don't know. All right, so what's the next question? <laughs> that would have been a riot. What do you got? Why do you think we actually started this podcast? God. Honestly, I for me, <clears throat> you and I have talked about this multiple times. We have been... We didn't do the typical college experience. We went to a community college, the college that shall not be named. And then after that, we went to a Catholic Franciscan college where we didn't even dorm. So, like, it was the worst college experience from a, bro, let's go out and party. Like, Mm -hmm. that was the worst two colleges to go to. But during that time, you and I both still worked. So, we had an insane work ethic. And to that point, when you're working full-time, when you're going to school full-time, and when you try to have a social life, all three – it's like that triangle. You know, like you can choose two. Like do you want a social life and college experience? Well, you can't work. Do you want college experience and a job? Well, you don't have a social life. Like that was the challenge back when we were in college because we just always were grinding. For me, I think that we started the podcast, one, to reconnect because as much as you want to say that you and I have been friends since 2012 – 2011 we were but we weren't at the same time like we you and i had a few years you went to the military thank you for your service uh you (laughs) (laughs) you went to the military and i was working and you and i had like a three-year gap where we would send texts to each other like oh yo like what's up how's it going that communication would be there but you and i never got to sit down and like chat so i think one of the reasons that we started this podcast was for us to be able to dedicate an hour where we just talk about things that we wouldn't be able to talk about we were so we're going to dedicate one hour and record it and then it's not going to go anywhere right now it's a business now it's a business but to me i think that that's what it really was because there's a lot of things that you can't talk to somebody else about and even though this is getting posted to trillions of countries, it's still it's still this intimate setting where you and I are talking to each other about our weekly recap, about what whiskey we've been drinking. It's a way for us to connect in a different 
situation where I don't know if that would have been available if we didn't start this podcast, you know, because there, there's, I can tell you right now, there's absolutely zero chance that if we didn't start this podcast, you and I would get together every single week for at least an hour to talk. I can guarantee that wouldn't happen. Work, yeah, life there's would no get way. Away. There's no way. So at a very deep level, I think that is probably, if that wasn't the upfront reason, that was a subconscious reason as to why we did this is because you and I realized that we were good friends and we just wanted some time together. Upfront reason for me is yes, I'm gay and I chose Derek. No, I I love you, man. I think there's nothing wrong with it. Jesus, I can already hear people freaking out. <gasps> Did he just say that? Did Mike finally admit what we all knew since he was eight? We've been talking about Gilmore Girls for the last two years. Correct. As I sit here with freshly waxed eyebrows, like, surprise! So, I'm the wife. Yep. Um, yeah. It's, the beard's too itchy. The, I think... I think you hit it on the head, pause, that it's... I'll do that later, but yeah, I did hit a good point, too. Correct. I think a lot of it was a way for us to just basically continue talking, and I... Yeah, that's it. I... We just wanted to stay friends, and for some odd reason, you're like, he's the one that I want to go into business with, and then I said, if you're not religious start because you'll need God to help you through this. And so far it's been damn near three years. It's going on a third year and here we are. So we, we have to fill out a W nine. You didn't respond to that text, but we have to because of Patreon. Yeah. But so, that just came out like yesterday. So Dan, shut up. We're fine. We didn't miss a tax form. We're gonna be arrested. Correct. Um but why do you think we started recording it? I think from that standpoint, again, this is going to come back to our busy lives because I think that this genuinely is why at the core we did a lot of this stuff. I was not only not seeing you, I wasn't seeing a lot of people, family that I haven't seen in a while, friends that I haven't seen in a while, and recording it and putting it online and putting it on Facebook is a way for people that I haven't been in touch with for a while because I've been so busy to hear what's going on in my life. Has my sister told me, I know more about you and what you're up to because of the podcast outside of because I'm able to talk to you whenever. Right. And I'm like, yeah. Like that's, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> my Steve, my one of my best friends, Steve, he just moved down to Columbus and right now, I haven't talked to him. Like he's coming up for my uh, the weekend before my birthday, and I'm super excited. But other than that, I mean, we have lives. I don't. It's hard for me to sit down, pick up the phone, and text somebody all the time. I've even stopped texting you a lot because I'm just I have so I'm so busy. I feel like I'm just so overwhelmed with work, with editing, with everything. It's just been so busy lately. Well, buzz, so. buzz, bitch, because I'm still here. <laughs> so. I like how you preface your one text. You're like, hopefully your phone is on vibrate because there's a lot coming through right now. Uh, so Steve texts me and he's like, dude, like that was a good podcast episode. That's It's cool that you're doing that. And it's a way for me to inadvertently communicate with people that I've just been way too busy to talk to. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing against anybody. Like, it's not like I don't want to talk to you. It's that I physically don't have time. And doing this helps bridge that gap. And if people even from, like, high school, have you ever talked to anybody that you haven't talked to since high school? And they're like, 
I follow your podcast. Yeah. It's like, do you really? Mm-hmm. It's been 12 years or 11 years since we graduated. 12 years since 12 we graduated years. high school. Math. There's people in high school that are like, I know what you're up to because of the podcast. And to me, that's cool. Clearly, I'm just super self-centered and I want everybody to know what I'm doing because I'm just a super important individual. But at, at my core, I think that's the reason probably why we started this is because it's a way for us to talk and to for people to hear our lives because we're so busy outside of that. If we didn't do this podcast, I would still be super busy. Correct. And then no one would know what we do. Yeah. No one still knows what we do. <laughs> Correct. There's some dude in Spain that listens literally every week that has no idea who we are. We don't know who he is. But he gets enjoyment out of listening to this. What's insane too is, and for all we know, it might be a female. The true. The crazy thing wrong for you to assume. is there's <laughs> there's people making sacrifices as we speak while we record this because they're not spending time with us. Mm-hmm. Which is insane to think about. Like I could be home with my wife right now, but I'm choosing to talk to, again. Surprise! <laughs> like it's, I just feel connected. <laughs> I don't like it's just insane, but that's life. And you know, Gina and Colleen both understand this is it's just what they do. Mm-hmm. To also be fair, they advised us within before we even bought the equipment. Like, hey, Derek and I are going to do a podcast. Thoughts. The only feedback was, "Don't stop." Right. Like, if you're going to do it, then do it. Like, oh, Raj. And then it's been three years every week through burnouts and now we're every single week we've uploaded yeah yeah since we started in 2019 which is insane so the reason why what would you say the reason is why is there an underlying reason why we started interviewing businesses or was that more of a opportunistic approach it's us saying yes yeah it's just us saying yes and it allowed us to pivot, get through a global pandemic, which nobody thought was going to happen. And the intestinal fortitude that we executed on allowed us to grow while a lot of other podcasts suffered and or just completely folded. So having that consistent upload schedule and work ethic to just fight through something that nobody has ever fought through allowed us to get to the point that we're at, which is weird because we're not big. Yeah. But we're big. So it's very strange to wrap your head around that because it doesn't make sense. Um we have to realize now we're a big fish in a small pond in in like local podcasting. But analytically, I don't even know if we are. We are. I'm telling you right now we are. It's weird. It is. It's very weird. We're getting reached out to con- not not to like pat ourselves on the back, but constantly by businesses like are you coming out? You want to come out? You want to hang like Yeah. We're we're at that point. We are so funny because we are the most self critical people that we will ever meet, mm-hmm. and we don't like celebrating our successes. But we have so much coming up that it's hard for us to look at this and not realize who we are. It's strange when you hear another business talk about the financial back end of how a podcast that we've built from nothing has helped them and hearing the real numbers behind that makes you nauseous. Like, I'm sorry, because last I checked, (laughs) there is none of that. There's not even a comma in our bank account. Right. But you're talking about that? (laughs) Like, uh, like comma club? Like, what are you, what? What are you talking about right now? And for us, it's like that, to be fair, we don't care 
because it's not RMO. Like, we're not doing this mm-hmm. for money, clearly, because we're, like, the most <laughs> unsuccessful business in the history of New York State. And New York State's like, guys, you yeah. got to figure York out State's a way. New York State's for us, yeah. Yeah, you got to make – you got to find a way to make money if you're a business. And we're like, free advertising. <laughs> so <laughs> it's fine. Changes are coming. But it's it's fascinating where that's the conversation now. Um, I mean – Thanks to Tom for making the logo, I yeah, guess. I will say the other reason why, like, deep down we started the interview pa- aspect of it is because if you couldn't tell, Mike and I are literally diehard Buffalo. I mean, we've talked about moving multiple times, and we just have not because we love the city. And the interviewing aspect, it was opportunistic the way that it came about, but we stuck with it because we realized that somebody needs to be here promoting small businesses for free. The marketing aspect of somebody paying for marketing is astronomical. And we saw that gap as we love Buffalo, we love small businesses, we want to continue supporting them. How can we help them without charging them anything by just having a conversation? So that's kind of a mix of fluff and the reason why, because honestly it's both, which is why we started interviewing them, but also kind of the fluff as to how we started interviewing them. So just wanted to point that out there. I agree, I agree, I agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. Next question. Next question. A foreigner comes to America. Get out. Foreigners. Uh, I know. Uh, (laughs) They've never had bourbon, and you're advising them on one bourbon to try in order to experience what Kentucky bourbon is all about. I say again, Kentucky bourbon. I would probably stick with the answer that I had for the other one, which is uh, Weller. Probably Weller 12. I'd go Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Next question. Well, why why would you say <laughs> why would you say Buffalo Trace? I mean, we're ba- basically both right because Buffalo Trace makes both of them. But I know why why would you go Buffalo Trace and not Weller? Or why would I go Weller and not Buffalo Trace? I guess I uh, for me price point. Second, I would go tasting profile. Third, uh, versatility. And that's a, that's a good reason versatility. Yeah, yeah, and it just kind of fully encapsulates Kentucky. And I guess more of a. Obviously, I like Weller much better than Buffalo Trace, but if you're looking at it from a versatility standpoint and an ease of access standpoint, Buffalo Trace is definitely easier to find, and you're not going to get destroyed by prices. So I do like your answer. I just feel from a quality standpoint, if you want to encapsulate everything Kentucky is, Weller is just an amazing, amazing product, which with a ton of history too. I mean, if you want to sit down with a foreigner from from another country and say, this is how Weller came to be, that would be a fantastic story into under, having somebody understand the whiskey culture in America. You could also go Stag Jr. You could also go Stag Jr. And Pappy. We shit on Pappy all the time because it's not a good like it's not worth a price point. But the Pappy story too is insane. Correct. So Kentucky. This is also going back to that last episode too. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and check that out. But. Kentucky bourbon does have its flaws because of its consistency around all distilleries, but it does offer a sense of history and unity when it comes to the bourbon culture because everybody knows what Kentucky bourbon is. Yeah. And there's a story behind it because it's so deep before even America was a country. Like, that's sweet. Next question. Bad news. You've been caught for your crimes. Ironically... Littering. Wouldn't happen. I don't litter. You're goddamn right. That's why I gut my gum. (laughs) You're on death row. 
Must have littered something real intense. <laughs> Maybe uranium that Hillary couldn't buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's going to death row for littering? <laughs> you're, you're granted a final meal. I mean, technically, uh, John Gracie littered bones in his crawl space, so there's that. Yeah. Anyways, you're granted a final meal. It can be any meal from any restaurant. What is the meal, and what whiskey do you pair with it? I'm going to go full Ron Swanson here, and I'm going to go steak and potatoes I, yeah, with a I, log yeah. of one eleven. <laughs> Or log of one sixteen. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Was that what you were gonna say? Uh when it okay, so Timothy McVeigh, he blew up Oklahoma, the government building. Yeah. Uh he's also a Buffalo native. Anyways, Perfect. his final meal you was see that on the most prominent people of Buffalo miniseries. Chocolate mint chip ice cream oh, was cool. his final meal. Solid. Wasn't random, there one random inmate that was like, I want a child? Random. Like, what? Oh, goodness gracious. One useless fact for this episode is that. So, chocolate mint chip was his uh, final meal wish. My final meal would probably be a combination of all courses. I don't know if you can do that. Of course you can. Most people get like McDonald's and lobster and all this nonsense and they just like bring it in. It's your final meal. It doesn't have to be just a burger and fries. That's if you want it to be. Never deny guest even the most ridiculous request. <laughs> I got to keep this SpongeBob quotes going. So my final meal would be a breakfast piece. I'd go with waffles because I just effing love waffles. Waffles are my jam over pancakes. I'm a waffle over pancake guy. Uh, I like the the little squares that I can fit with butter and syrup. So I would start with waffles, then I would go to like a an appetizer. So I'd probably get wings, get 10 wings, and then I would go to a actual course. Final meal would probably be a turkey club for lunch, like a half turkey club. Then... The next course, which is – this is just one tray, just like little samplers. It's a giant sampler. Then for dinner – How are you going to pair a whiskey with this, though? Because, dude, are you – what? I, dude, I drink whiskey at 5.30 in the morning. <laughs> Does that, that's not a, a bad – I feel like you're missing the, the whole point of this. Of course, I'm a foodie, bro. I'm starting with food. <laughs> then I'll get to my drink drink. So – what are you beeping? What are you doing? I already beeped. Yeah. What are you? What are you fixing over there? Lower, you, you're clipping, bro. Well, some juice. I'm talking about food. <laughs> I was a fat kid once. We'll talk about it next week when we batch record again because we're insane. Well, we're gonna talk about death, weirdest death row last meals next week because I just found a list that had nine of the weirdest, and the first one was an olive with a pit left in. I'm gonna leave <laughs> it there because you gotta tune in next week for this discussion because it's gonna be off the chain. So off the rails. Um. So for dinner. I'd go with a steak because I'm not a barbarian or a communist. So <laughs> go with a nice rare T-bone. No, tomahawk. Yeah, tomahawk. Tomahawk. I'd go with a rare tomahawk, and I would pair that with a really nice scotch. Yep. So I would most likely go with a French Oak Reserve 15-year. And then for dessert... Mm. I got to make the cheesy dad joke. Other than my wife, I'll have 
most likely go with ice cream. Now, which ice cream is the topic of discussion? Do I go soft chocolate or do I go? Can't go soft chocolate as your last. Why? Because it's a spot every time, bro. It's everybody's though. Soft chocolate. Yeah. Be original. I might go. <laughs> I might go chocolate panda paws. Oh, there you go. That's solid. I like that choice. See now, aren't you aren't you happy you didn't choose soft chocolate? And it's soft chocolate or chocolate panda paws. Right. Exponentially better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So crush that, and that would be a half gallon <laughs> because you know in three hours I'm dead. So. I don't give a shit what my insulin levels are. You're literally going to shit all that out. <laughs> Correct. You're going to give well, the person the cleaning up yeah. like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sucks to suck, nerd. Send me the juice. Also, I'm lactose intolerant. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I may be dead, but you're gonna. it's going <laughs> to yeah. smell worse in here than oh, my yeah. rotting You're going to want to die. You're going yeah. to want to be on this table. <laughs> uh, yeah, mine would just be a tomahawk steak, perfectly cooked. That is medium rare for me because rare, I can sometimes get behind rare, but my perfect steak is medium rare. You put that thing in a cast iron skillet, you put some hard black pepper on there. I mean, I'm talking spicy steak. That's what I want. With a little bit of garlic, you know, you're basting the steak with garlic. And then just pairing that with a log of old 16, man, that would, I think I'm going to have that tonight. Well, I don't know. It's, do it. It's like yawn through that sentence. It's 7.15. 9 o'clock at night? No, it's 7.15. We're doing good. All right. Next question. We started recording at like 2 2 p.m., so. Hilarious. (laughs) No, actually, what time did I get here? 5 p.m. All right. Bad news. Whiskey's now illegal, and as a law-abiding citizen, you must pick a new alcohol of choice. What is it? Give me alcohol or give me death. Alcohol or spirit of choice. Live free or die. Um... New alcohol of choice. What is it? So like vodka gin route? Like is that what, what I'm thinking beer too. Beer's alcohol. Yeah, I'm not but yeah. I don't well, want well, no Kelly do, Belly. Let's do spirits. Let's do let's stick with what's your spirit of choice, not alcohol. Because I'm not doing mead. Like I'm not saying mead because I want to be feminine. I'm I'm also not I'm saying not doing beer. beer. Yeah. I'm also not saying beer. But I like beer. If Me it, too, if but it, I'm not going to just drink beer the rest of my life. You'd rather drink vodka the rest of your life than beer? Or gin because of cocktails. I don't like bloating after beer. I feel like trash after beer. That's why you have a PBR and burp it all up. Yeehaw! Every time a PBR opens, <laughs> Fortunate Son plays in the background. <laughs> Eagles fly high. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. smiles at you. They make a whiskey now. PBR? Yeah, an unaged whiskey. Anyways. It's probably trash. It probably tastes just like their beer. I'd probably go gin because a gin martini, dirty, dirty, that's a that's a boss move. Yeah, I would probably do the same. I mean, no free shout outs, but Lockhouse Distilling with their barrel-aged gin is so good. And it's versatile. It, I mean, It's you very can, versatile. Yeah, you can make a lot of different cocktails with gin, so I'm going to go gin on that. Um, and there's a lot of different flavor notes in gin, too. Like, if you, in variants... Vodka is for rich women on diets. It's just not good. <laughs> or Eastern Europeans that just want to, you know, I don't know. And it's gross. Like, if you're going to get flavor in there and you're going to inject artificial whipped cream and call it whipped vodka, you're a serial killer. But you can do some different botanicals for your gin that taste so good. Like, if you compare Lockhouse bo- Barrel-Aged Gin. That botanicals, yeah, baby. Lockhouse Barrel-Aged Gin and Klonikilty Menke Gin. Two completely different gins, completely different flavor profiles. It's basically like clear whiskey. Right. 
it would definitely be gin for me. Gin for me. What as about well. tequila? No, no, you don't no. like tequila. No, I don't want to. No, I'm not. I don't want to start a drug cartel, and I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> when I black out. So I'm good. And what I'm, about wine? I'm Could not you doing wine? rum. You could do. You could do wine. I also bloat and feel terrible after a lot of wine, and I feel the same after uh, the how was it rum. I feel awful after rum. What about like canned cocktails? No. You can only do canned cocktails the rest of your life. No, no. I'm telling you, we'll talk about this maybe next week, which is in, in an hour. But uh, talk about the interview that I had with Raphael Anzuloni. Oh yeah, we got it. How was that? Amazing. Okay, good. It was such a good episode. I can't wait to watch it because I wasn't there. Yeah, I know. Really. It's gonna be spoiler weird. alert. The all right. Next question. So gin for both of us. Yeah, answers. gin. Yeah. What got you into bourbon? Was it a particular bottle you had where you realized you liked it? So I think we talked about this maybe like two years ago. Um, the What got me into bourbon was a Silverstein, st- Silverstein song called Vices. And the line within the song is called 7-7 seven, seven with a lime will keep me safe. And there I'm like, 7-7, seven, seven, what's that? So it's Seagram 7 and 7-Up. Seven and that was my first cocktail that I had with whiskey in it. So that kind of got me experimenting. Is this specific to bourbon or just whiskey in general? Because I don't know if I ever – no, Well, I'm just doing whiskey in general. And then I think my first actual whiskey that I had was Steve bought it for me for my birthday, and it was McClellan's, not McAllen, McClellan Single Malt. And it was not – it's like a budget scotch. Super Isla, very peaty, okay. very smoky. It set me off for a while. And then Tom started bringing over rum, so we just switched to rum after that. And then at some point, I switched back to whiskey. And I'm honestly not sure what bourbon got me back into drinking whiskey. Do you know? Do you know what bourbon got you into it? I I can't remember a time where I had bourbon or another whiskey after that. I think it... I mean, obviously, it had to happen because now I don't drink anything else besides bourbon but or whiskey. I don't remember the specific bottle. I just remember the story that got me into whiskey, and I also remember the first time I had Buffalo Trace. What was that time? I was in my brother-in-law's apartment. He poured it for me with an ice cube, and I tried it with him, and I was like, wow, like that's a lot for me right now and my palate, and I don't like... I don't really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I was fine. Didn't get obliterated or whatever. And then I was like, okay. And then that was kind of like the introductory of palatizing and trying to figure out what was going on. Um, but the story for me for whiskey starts because I grew up with and around Jack Daniels, Vodka, and Jameson. So, and Guinness. Um, for me, Jameson was my gateway drug into the industry. So, getting after it, uh, I deployed to Ukraine, found a whiskey bar in Ukraine, Vietnam vet, senior NCO. Thank you for your service. Shut up. Took me to the whiskey bar as a way to decompress because he saw that I was basically reaching a breaking point with bandwidth in my brain, and it was a lot. Um, Hours were long. Work was tough quote-unquote tough, right? Different kind of deployment, different kind of um, environmental factors, different types of stress. It wasn't a combat deployment. 
but it was a deployment nonetheless that had a lot of different variables that were affecting a lot of people differently. So anyways, we go to the whiskey bar and I was having Jameson and ginger and decompressing and that was what really helped me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Jameson and Pepsi, I think I was having randomly. Um, that was like towards the end of the night. And again, this was before I got on a whiskey. So now I like throw up thinking about it. From there, I went to Jameson Neat and then I started experimenting with different like Protestant whiskeys, Irish whiskeys, and like going through the whole realm of what they had because they had an insane selection. What I want to do is go back there mm-hmm. because Lviv didn't really get hit yet. Lviv. <laughs> Didn't really get hit the way that other cities have. Yeah. So if we're able to go back, that would be incredible because their selection's awesome and the their bartender Max is a savage. So I tried Red Spot, Green Spot, all the different things, and that bloomed me into wanting more. So that's what got me into it. Specific bourbon, it may be Buffalo Trace because mm-hmm. that's what I remember, but it might be another one as well. I just... I, Basically, it's we just didn't stop. Right. Both of us, we just didn't stop. We fought through it. We just gritted through it, and we're like, I gotta find something that like hits a spot that I can enjoy where I don't feel like trash after. Yeah. You know what? I I think I remember now. <clears throat> Back when I was 2015, I used to go to J.P. Fitzgerald a lot. That tells you my mental set down in that. Woof. Time. Yeah, I know that was a rough time of my life. But during that time, I was hanging out with my friend, and I was drinking a lot of Red Bull vodkas. Because I'm like, I want to die young. Yeah, you want a heart attack. I want a heart attack. Yep. And at some point, I'm like, you know what? I know this isn't good for me. Mixing a stimulant and a depressant is not good for me. So I think I ended up switching to whiskey Coke and getting into cocktails that way. Jack and Coke was a thing, too. Jack and Coke, yeah. Yeah. And then I think my transition to straight whiskey happened at a wedding of my friend John. He, yeah, I know, super generic name, probably made up, (laughs) but I went to his wedding, probably adopted, and the bartender had no idea how to make an old fashioned when I asked him to. And when I told him to make an old fashioned, he made it, and it was absolutely atrocious. It was the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life. And to this day, I would rather drink a bad whiskey neat than drink a cocktail with terrible. Um, craftsmanship craftsmanship and um, proportions. like proportions yeah because a cocktail with bad proportions tastes absolute garbage it's trash so after that i think he made me a cocktail uh, an old-fashioned with jim beam because that's all that they had so after that i went up the next time and i said i'm not having the cocktail anymore just give it to me neat and i think that is the gateway that got me into trying whiskey neat now that i'm thinking about it so john thank you he doesn't listen I don't talk to him anymore. Jesus. Um, but yeah, I think that's what actually got me into it. Okay. Look at that. That's a little uh, a little history. A little moment for me. Yeah, there you I go. I didn't realize that. There you go. Thank you all for joining. Episode 139. <laughs> Tune in next week. For the rest of your life, you have to drink the same whiskey, and it has to be $25 or less. What is it? $25 or less? Okay, so Devil's River's out. Oh, God. It's got to be 25 bucks. Or I don't even know many whiskey out there for 25 Can bucks we or go less. 30 yeah, because that, well, no, because that would be too easy. Because I don't just say Devil's River Small Batch, next question. Or even the rye. Yeah, but we can't do that. Go, go, That's go. what the people want, Derek. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Mellow yellow? Mellow corn. Ew, dude. Mellow yellow corn? David. <laughs> Ew, David. Where are we, David? I Can I cheap out and say like a 375 milliliter Buffalo Trace? <laughs> <laughs> 
dad joke. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, what about twelve trees? No, that was no. so bad. <laughs> um, something under twenty bucks. Our single barrel at cost. Just kidding. Right? Still over twenty. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, was it under twenty or under thirty? Under twenty five. Oh, under twenty five. I'm right. struggling really hard with this because everything is basically thirty bucks or less. Yeah. Um, or more. You're saying. Does a gift count? Because technically we didn't spend any money. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of the trash whiskey we have in here right now. Tw- I don't even have an answer for Honestly, that. Honestly, it would be Mellow Corn. I didn't hate it. It wasn't the best thing I ever had. It's 100%. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Straight corn whiskey, so it was literally 100% corn aged. It was decent. What if outside of 20, I mean, under 25 bucks, I don't know, cask and crew, maybe they're regular shit. What about a wilderness trail that fell off the shelf and broke? (laughs) So it's only like a couple of there with a straw. (laughs) (laughs) I'll pay 20 bucks for this. Um, I mean, honestly, if we're being truthful about it, I would probably say devil or um, cask and crew, they're um. They have just a regular whiskey, right? Walnut toffee is like one of their flavors that's 25 well, bucks. Yeah, but w- they have walnut to- toffee, they have ginger spice, they have orange peel, and they have a rye something. And I think the rye was 25 or something like that. They're all 25. Pull that up. Because I don't, you know. They got options. I just, I just want to be liked <laughs> because. Oh, don't they not sell that anymore? Oh no! What did uh, what's her face message us? Because I thought she messaged us about something of them not selling anymore. Casking crew? Yeah, they have to. Or Their maybe products it are everywhere. Maybe it was uh the it was the rum that we did. They didn't sell anymore. That's right. The the Navajo aged eighteen years. Yeah, they don't do that. So they have ginger spice, orange roasted whiskey, walnut toffee, and original rye. Yeah, I barely. And then they had their double oak straight rye, which was expensive. It was good, but I how ba- much is their original rye? I barely remember the original rye. I'm trying to find how much that is. I would go walnut that toffee. Would, that would probably be mine. Yeah, I, I get it, but I'm just. I Plus don't know if I to- could do a flavored whiskey for the rest of my life, dude. Well. It's $25. I know that. 
I don't. That's why I'm struggling, Derek. Roasted rye blend. Okay, come on. Best value. <laughs> what are you doing? Is it best value or grade value? They're selling it at Walmart now. Right. What is happening? See, we're getting a Costco. That's cool, right? Wait, what? We're getting a Costco here. Oh yeah, and, yeah, in the snooty North towns. Well, yeah, but you're gonna drive forty minutes to pick up a bag of chips. Well, stop the nonsense. They do do alcohol, but not in New York State because New York State sucks. I always see people posting about how uh, Costco's got a great selection. Great, like, cheap selection. Sick. I'm glad New York State's just like, nah, fam, we don't want that added sales tax revenue. Then our boys over at Addy's wouldn't be able to stay in business, though, if you start putting it in grocery stores, you know? Cask and crew. I mean, technically, Wegmans owns a liquor store. Wegmans. Yeah. Wegmans. All right, your search produces your results, so that experiment is over. All right, sounds good. So for good. the sake of this argument, we're going to say cask and crew rye because I'm pretty sure if it's not 25 bucks, it's like 27 So I'm going to go with walnut and toffee for that, cask yeah. and crew. They're out of Rochester if anybody wants. Blend. Yeah. I think that's solid. I think it's a good pick. I don't know what's I mean, wrong with it. I mean, they're really stretching our budget thin here. I know. 25 If I have 25 bucks to spend on whiskey the rest of my life, I'm saving up two months in a row and getting something better. That's what I'm doing. So, last question from the fan. Okay. Well, fans, because there's been a bunch from all over. Where is... Here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay. The last one. You're in public, and you see someone litter. What do we do? This just happened to me, so I know what's going to happen. It all depends on what I'm do, like whereabouts. If I'm, I saw this video online and I loved it, where some dude rolls down his window of his car, he throws trash out the window, and he rolls his window back up, and then some dude's walking by, he grabs the the litter that he just threw out the window, knocks on the dude's door, he rolls down the window, he throws it back in the car, and walks away. If it was a car situation, I could 100% see myself doing that. If we're walking and I'm in front, I'm behind somebody and I see them litter, I would probably yell something at them like, oh, yeah, let's just destroy this earth and then pick it up and throw it on myself. That's probably what I would do. More like a passive aggressive approach. I'm not going to go over there and slug them in the side of the face. What would you do? Kick them? Throw your shoe at them? Like somebody did at George Bush during a press conference? Is that what you're doing over here? That was in China, wasn't it? Yeah, that was weird, dude. And he had reflexes like Neo from The Matrix. That was sick. Yeah, he just thought. Can you imagine if somebody threw a shoe at Biden? (laughs) (laughs) All right. I was walking Sam the other day, and I watched a human being. Some would classify it as a man. I classify it as a human being (laughs) because it deserves to just not exist after what it did. They who will not be named. Took the garbage, walked up the sidewalk because they were in a parking lot. So they went to the curb, basically, to the storm drain and dropped their garbage into the storm drain. And I'm with my dog and I'm listening to uh, things through AirPods and I look at him and I'm like, I should go off right now. Like, I should skull this human being and just, like, 
curb stomp him. Yeah, do push-ups until I'm tired type thing. And I I did nothing. And I was so mad. But he knew. At yourself? Yeah. He saw me. I saw him. And I just stared at him. And that was enough. But it wasn't enough for me. Yeah. Like, I was... I walked home like the 45-year-old mom that lives in an affluent area that walks during the day with her neighbor (laughs) friend who's also the same age. Kathleen. Yeah, I know her. Yeah, yeah. Kathy and Shannon are on their like (laughs) 1 1 p.m. walk while the husbands work. Yeah. Um, He knew that he messed up just from that look. You know when we go to Hamburg, Gina and Colleen are going to be those walkers, right? Just saying. Okay, continue. The crazy thing is that you think I'm moving to Hamburg. That's true. I want to, but I don't know if it's feasible because of my job. You're fine. Secondly, um, I wanted to go off, but I'm thinking about going home and feeding my dog and the potential of this dude might be actually insane. And if I throw down, where's my dog going to go? So- I had to take all that into consideration, and it bothers me to this day that I didn't at least just scream across the street. Ideally, to answer the question, I want to make an absolute fool out of that person, belittle them to the point where they feel like they're two and a half inches tall because they're also carrying around something that's two and a half inches in length, and then just literally (laughs) drive home the point that it's just pure and utter laziness that that happens. Mm -hmm. At work... It's interesting because there's individuals that smoke sometimes and towards the middle of the day when all the guys go out to their job sites, I still see a couple cigarette butts on the ground. So now I'm vocalizing like, hey, is that yours to the current smoker? And the response is always like, no, I put mine in the thing. Like, okay, well, smokers pick up after smokers. Like, I'm not having people that don't smoke pick up cigarette butts and throw them out. Like, smokers will do that. So that's now the message being communicated. And I'm dealing with civilians, and I struggle really hard with that because that's a thing. So, like, finding a grenade at work and not calling the cops because I'm used to that, but apparently it's a big deal. Like... Well, insurance doesn't cover it. Well, generally, <laughs> where insurance stops, the fun begins. So, right. whatever. Chuck in the river. I don't know. Um, it's fine. So, end of the day, it wasn't a live grenade. So, relax. Um, YouTube commenters. But I, yeah. People need to just not litter. Stop being lazy. Stop being pieces of garbage, figuratively and literally, and just take care of yourself and Mother Earth because it's it's just pure laziness. What are you carrying around that you have to litter in the first place? Well, even it's as simple as a gum wrapper. Like I'm put it in chewing- your pocket. It's not going to cause issues. They don't want to carry it. It's not causing room. Pure laziness. And if you're walking around with a Nestle's ice cream cone wrapper, what are you doing walking around the streets with that ice cream? Just throw it out. You can't use logic. I just don't Eric. understand. Common sense is not common. I just don't understand. I know. I know. I know. I know. So. That was Q&A part one, people. We split it in half for episode one and two. This is part uh, two, actually. Well, it's the first Q&A we've done, but we split it up into two parts. Two. 
Yeah. So Get with it, everyone. Jeez. We're gonna we're gonna go eat food because it's been like I don't know eons and <laughs> I gotta eat. So uh, enjoy thy evenings. Remember, we will be back next week because we're insane and we're not gonna stop. So just uh, you know. Go enjoy parts of our business sponsors and then go on their websites and check them out. See what they're doing. Go follow them on social media. Follow us on social media if you have not already. If you want to become a Patreon member, just download the Patreon app. We have a ton of different tiers. Follow us on all the social medias, uh, the Book of Faces, the Instagrams. We might be back on Twitter now that Daddy Musk owns it. I hope he walks in and fires everybody. And then uh, we will see you next week. So everyone, listen to Derek for the final outing and cheers. Let us know in the comments below. Do you have other questions for us that maybe we didn't get to answer? Because we can do this again in the future. So let us know. Please remember to always drink responsibly. Be a good person. And Michael, your favorite phrase. Let's go. Don't litter. Bro. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.